basically it leads towards how they go into the and it's recently described this from Moshe and how they study Talmud and Kabbalah together, which is against his father's wishes. And then the chapter gets into how the Jews were ordered to go onto trucks and they were commanded to dig their own graves. And when they were done, the men that took them shot them and with his friend Moshe as a survivor. And when Moshe returns, he explains what he saw and begs the people to listen to him, but they just think he's a lunatic. Later on, the Germans move into sight where, where he lives and enforce many measures onto all the Jews, like their valuables and gold and stuff like that were taken from them. Their community leaders arrested and they have to start wearing the yellow star on their clothing. And then they're combined into ghettos. Into ghettos. Okay, so... I'm was this in a time period of around in 1941? Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, so I would want to begin first with the worksheets. We don't have that much time. I can start. All right. Okay. So does everyone agree? Okay. They call him Moshe the Beatle as if his entire life he had never had a surname. That's a quote from, that's a thesis statement stated on the first page of chapter one. And then countless pages on the chapter discuss the specific character. It isn't from him talking to Ali about praying, and it's from him returning from the horrific offense that his eyes, before such an experience, did not know of malice or despair, but joy in God. Does everyone agree with that's where the thesis statement is stated? Uh, for that section, I I think I would agree. Would agree? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we only were supposed to read 28 pages still, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Is everyone here? 28? Uh, Iowa, Julian. I'm not sure. They haven't talked. And yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, all right. So I'm the connector. Do you want me to kind of share what I found this book similar to other things right now? Sure. Okay. Layla, no, we can't. Sorry, sorry. Layla, we can't hear you. She can't hear me? No, Layla asked if we can hear her. And I said no. Oh, yes. We, we can't really hear you right now. Um, okay, but I'm, I'm going to start, or not start, but proceed. So I was supposed to list three connections that I made with this, uh, the first 23 pages. So as I was reading it, it kind of reminded me of this other book that I read a while back called Courage and Defiance. And it was also about the Holocaust. And, but it was more about um, Danish citizens risking their lives to help the Jews that were you know, being captured and killed. So I just kind of made a connection because it was related to the Holocaust. Another book that I found similar was Number of the Stars. Um, it was also Holocaust related. And lastly, I didn't want to just do all three books. So I did um, a while back in eighth grade, we had a Holocaust speaker and he was Hungarian and he shared his experience. And I found it um, kind of similar to the book as well. So uh, yeah, that's what I did. Alrighty. Are those all Holocaust uh, books and uh, 
are they all about the Holocaust? Yep. Okay, should I go next? Because, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, so I was supposed to do the uh, rhetorical analysis thing or the bias. I was supposed to find bias in text. And the most common bias I uh, found was uh, it was mainly uh, discrimination. And there was prejudice, but mainly discrimination. Uh, they, they also apparently did not remember Moishi like he was trying to discuss uh, about what he saw and everyone didn't want to believe him. Everyone thought that he was uh, crazy. And this was due to his uh, social standing probably. They were discriminating against him. Uh, in the book when uh, it's stated on the first page actually that uh, Moishi uh, was uh, not not that wealthy. He was uh, pretty poor, but people respected uh, him apparently, but didn't really trust him at the time. I thought that was a sign of some discrimination uh, in the book. And also, uh, Moishi also uh, tried to claim something about uh, even when he had uh, facts after the bombings that, uh, that occurred in uh, Germany and England, they still did not believe him. And that was another sign that they were discriminating um, against Moshi because of his uh, social standards. Uh, for pathos, um, basically the reader's emotions, uh, Moshi was using his emotions after he saw everyone uh, die basically all his family members multiple Jews die uh, near the uh, train uh, place <laughs> because of the Germans uh, he tried to use I think he was trying to use emotion his emotions to basically prove a point uh, with the other Jews he was trying to warn them uh, for for logos uh, Basically, Moshe again was trying to use uh, the London and German bombings as uh, evidence that something was not going to come. Uh, it's not going to go all right for them. Uh, there was he was trying to convince everyone that everything that he saw would become a reality in where they were right now. And for ethos, uh, they were, the reader, the author was trying to convince everyone that, uh, all of the readers, that he was uh, a worthy source for this book by stating his uh, education. Apparently, he was so uh, advanced that he wanted to uh, study Kabbalah, which I don't really know what it is. We should probably search that up, maybe, I don't know. But yeah, either than that, that's all I had to say. Should I finish? I'm just gonna finish the last part. Um, so everyone agrees with the uh, the thesis statement that I said, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so did you guys think the effectiveness like of the structure is clear and easy to understand? Like, yeah, we might. Okay. 
in my opinion. Effectiveness, the effectiveness of the structure is clear as you understand it. It focuses every little detail with such precise attention that it is quite simple to follow. The structure does support the thesis due to the fact that Moshe was such a pull of my interest throughout the chapter by describing who he is and what he has seen while trying to make under, others understand his grief. I think that the author chose this particular structure because he wants to capture the reader's eye and never let the interest walk away. Does everyone agree? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Anyways, it's only 28 pages. I think that it has a good structure for 28 pages. Was it so, I have a few questions that I would like to ask you guys. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start off with this. Would you believe uh, that people were being brought to their deaths in force if you were told it today and why? Mm. Wait, say it again? Sorry. Would you believe that people were being brought to their deaths and forests if you were told it today and why? I would believe it because of the past and how it, if that, if the Holocaust didn't happen, then I probably wouldn't believe it. But because it had, some people choose to think that it's wrong, like that the stories are wrong and that they're just imagining things. So. If she doesn't have a working microphone, she could just copy and paste the thing in the chat. Okay, uh, you can, you could just copy and paste the thing in the chat, chat and I guess I'll just read it out loud. Does that work? What do we do? So did everyone think that the effectiveness and the structure you need to understand or what do you think about the structure? Of the book? Yeah. Or, okay. Um, it kind of gets right into it. Uh, but yeah, it, it makes it really interesting to read, kind of a hook. And uh, pretty easy to understand what's going on. The only structure I didn't really appreciate was the prologue. I feel like it didn't get uh, to the point as quick as I would have liked. I know we weren't supposed to read it, we were only supposed to start from page 1 to 28, but I read it, but I did not like uh, its structure. What do we do about Rayola? Uh, she doesn't have a working microphone. You think she can copy this chair or share her doc with us and then we can just read it? Yeah, that's what it. I was thinking, but 
he's gone. Wait, is the podcast like it was filming, like it was recording while we were talking, right? Yeah, it's recording yeah. right now. Okay, great. <laughs> Apparently, uh, we were supposed to download an app and all of us join so uh, we can minimize well, I think all that the mistakes. Was kind of like- it, it was optional. Was there for people that didn't know how to do it already. Yeah, I'm just recording it from the browser, so we're fine. Uh, if it doesn't turn out good, I'm talking about the audio, we could try the app thing, I guess. Um, I have another question mm -hmm. for you, so I'll just ask another one while we wait, while I was going to come back. Um, the author says that forgetting the dead would be akin to killing them a second time. Why does he feel that um, it's the Holocaust survivor's responsibility to tell the story? Uh, I think that he thinks that it's like the survivor's responsibility because they're the only ones who can really explain it with such detail and what they've gone through is just like insane i think they're the only ones who can really explain it to us that's a good point in the prologue uh, they were trying to uh explain they were trying to explain that there were people conspiracy theorists that were trying to deny that the holocaust occurred and that's why it's probably important that the actual survivors spoke their words and not some people who did not have the experience. Um, the author touches on the fact that they need people to tell their story so that history doesn't repeat itself in a way. Why will history repeat itself if we don't actually talk about it? What do we do about Layla? She's not coming back. Oh. I think we should still. I'll text her in the group chat. All right. Uh, Wait, what was your question again? I'll answer. Why will history repeat itself if we don't tell about? Oh, don't talk about it. Uh, there are people who are still dis like, discriminate many races. You never know if their hatred can come into like something bigger. I don't think we realize that there are still genocides going on right now. Like history is repeating itself, kind of. Like in China, other others like concentration camps. I don't know. Don't don't you think that history kind of is repeating itself in a way? Maybe. The Holocaust isn't as widely talked about in those regions. I mean, in Germany, everyone's aware of what happened there. But people still go there, and some people aren't uh, ashamed of what happened. Uh, it's not their fault for what happened, but some people take pride in the Holocaust still. But you, you've heard of neo-Nazis and those things, right? Most of you have. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, some people take pride in it, even though it's such a terrible thing. Maybe... People that take pride in it are uneducated, and if they were to be put in the shoes of Holocaust victims, I think they would have their eyes opened, because a lot of times people have bias based on their family members, and perhaps maybe people in their family were Nazis. And so now they have a bias that what they did was okay, but it's not, you know, it's, but I think that people think that because of their ancestors, perhaps that's not okay. And it's up to the current generation to change what neo-Nazis think. I think. The thing. Yeah. You can go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Honestly, go ahead. All right. Fine. Uh, even they're aware of their own history, but they're just repeating it. So maybe teaching everyone about the Holocaust is, won't do much help at all, considering that some people are aware of what happened and still support it. I agree with what Jaden said, but there, I read once that there was um, a child of a Nazi who um, he became Jewish, like he wanted to be Jewish, and he didn't believe in what his father believed in, and his father disowned him, and he did like, he talked about it, he wrote a book about it, incredible. What do we do about Leila? She's not coming back. I texted her in the group chat. She didn't answer me. Maybe it is for Wi-Fi. I don't know. Okay. So everyone's aware of their roles, right? Uh, the next ones, we have like yes. a whole chart. Okay, that's uh, good. Uh, today, I just like wanted to remind everyone that it's all, like everything's due tonight, like the podcast and our worksheets. Yeah, I know. It's probably okay. going to take me like half an hour to upload this. It's like almost 20 minutes now, the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else we need to say, or do I just end the podcast? Oh, one more thing, sorry. Does anyone have any questions that you have about the book or something? Yeah, um, I was a little confused on, like, what era it took place in, like, what the exact time was, because it seems to be before um, slash at the beginning when the Holocaust kind of started. I, I just don't know when that was. In the first chapter, it stated somewhere during, uh, remember I mentioned uh, the bombings of Germany and Britain? They stated that it was around 1941. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's really accurate for now. I, I feel like a lot of time passed since then. 
in those 28 pages. Did Jillian go? Sorry, I don't remember. I have a short-term memory. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think I already went. Uh, okay. Did everyone do uh, the during portion of their assignments? Yes. Okay. Uh... Other than that, I don't think we can do anything else. Uh, if Wayla doesn't come back, I just might have to end the podcast. Probably. Exactly. And then we just have time to get ready for class. All right. So do I end podcast? Uh, everyone's ready. So yeah. All right.